Welcome rock and metal fans. Coming to you from the barns of Amish country and pastures of cows are those two bad boys of rock and metal. B1 Bomb and the Smuts. Bringing you the best rock and metal bands from the 80s and 90s. And today, playing and discussing music from the featured bands with special guests, interviews, contests, and much more. So grab a beer and turn it up. It's time for the Headbangers Vault. Welcome to another edition of the Headbangers Vault. I am the B1 Bomb. And I'm the Smuts. What's up, everyone? Tonight, Smuts, we're heading to the 90s. Yes, we're heading into the 90s. The grunge is starting to... Yep, it was Kill creeping in, but there was still some big albums in the early 90s. Sure was. And we got some big ones we're bringing up. It's kind of a follow-up to our big 80s series we did last year. Some of our guests, they have some albums they threw in for this show, so we're going to bring them up, and yep. we're going to slay a little early 90s knowledge mm-hmm. on everybody. You know I like slaying. Oh, man. <laughs> that's okay okay so i'm gonna start here with a big album in the 90s there schmutz okay this one was very big this is one of my favorites stp that's a pretty good album debut album this sucker went to number one on the billboard heat seekers charts and number three on the billboard at 200 and as of 01 it is their best selling album. I believe that. Seen these guys in concert, they are great. They freaking nailed it. You still hear a lot of tunes from these guys on the radio from their first three albums. When I bought this schmutz, nobody liked these guys. They thought they were a big Pearl Jam, Alice in yep, Chains yep. copycats. And then when Plush came on, these guys were on top of the world. And then everybody loved them. It was okay. Like I said, several of the songs are rock radio staples here in the U.S. I'm not going to play Plush because you hear that song too much, but it was a number one song in the United States, and it charted in 10 entries. You like these guys here so much? Yeah, I do like these guys. I, I haven't seen them with the new lead singer. Me neither. But I, I heard a lot of people say they're good. Yes. So, I mean, I get you know how I am on second lead singers. but I think he's probably their third or fourth because yeah, they've right, had a few right, other fellas too. Right. But Scott was always the best. He's always the guy. And in my opinion, this is by far their best album. It's a good one. There's not a whole bunch of bands out of the 90s that I love. I mean, you know, I mean, I like these guys a lot. Right, I mean, right. Okay, now I got one that the T-Bone requested. Oh. B1's favorites, yes. the Scorpions. This is Crazy World, their 11th studio album. And we all know the big song on this album that was huge. 
the wind of change that charted in tons of countries. Yeah, I'm not playing it. Hope T-Bone don't get too bad at me, but I'm not playing it, T-Bone. Sorry, I, that song is in my head like 24 times. I can't get out of my head. Yes. It's killing me. It's got a lot of cool songs on this. Right. Remember our buddy Chewy let me borrow this cassette and I loved it. I listened to this thing a lot. It's kind of my jumping on point for the scary kids. This was their only album to reach number one in their home country of Germany. Play one more here. This is Don't Believe Her. This was a big hit too. This is their second best-selling album in the United States with 1984's Love at First Sting. It is also their last one to be certified gold. And this album did chart very high in 13 countries. We need to go see these guys for near Schmudge. Yeah, before it's too late. Yes, it's getting there. They did come out with a brand new album last month, so you guys like the Scorpions, check it out. I think the Schmutz, he's got one to throw when he's looking. I'm going to throw out one of my, you know, I can't say one of my favorite bands, but this is one of my favorite albums of the early 90s. Okay, what would that be? 1990, Trickster. Yeah, these guys were these guys pretty were, big. They got pretty big quick. They formed in 83 out of New Jersey, but uh, it took them a while to get corded and all that, and then they're opening up for Skid Row, Kicks, you know, all these yeah. big bands. And I mean, they were had number one videos. Big for that time. At one point, they're selling 20,000 units a week. Yes. I mean, they were getting huge, real big, and then you know what killed them? The grunge. The grunge killed yes. them. I mean, this song's really good right here. One in a million. Yeah, this is a good song. They had a video for this. They're jumping dirt bikes and yes, crap. I remember that. But then I also remember the next video that came on was Nirvana. Yes, that was for their second album. <laughs> they had a big video production for their second video on their second album. And it bombed because Nirvana yeah. pretty much nixed them. I'll never forget that as long as I live. I mean, I'll never forget that. Yeah. This video came on. I'm like, man, these guys are cool. Yes. And then all of a sudden, Nirvana came on next. I'm like, what the hell is this? Yep, it kind of screwed them over. I mean, this whole album's good. I mean, this is a good one. Give it to me good. Only young ones. It's good. Always a victim. You'll never see me crying. I mean, you will see me crying. Ooh. But this song's awesome. The guitar's awesome. Listen to that. I believe Steve Brown is the guitar player. Yes. He plays with my one of my favorite guys, Ted Poley, Ooh. and a lot of different bands. He He's a great does. guitar player. I think he filled in for Def Leppard one yes. time. Yes, he did. I think Vivian Campbell was sick at the time, and he filled in yep. for him. For and he's a great guitar player. Yes. He's also friends with Eddie Van Halen, too. Okay. Yeah, that's a great song, too. 
And there's two awesome slow songs on this. I figured there would be. Yeah, this is good. This is right up Smut Sally. That's what I think. Yeah, you gotta hear this chorus. Here we go, can't be. <laughs> Yeah, this is good right here. These guys would have been bigger if they would have came out like the mid '80s oh, instead yeah. of and they like at the together. tail end. They formed in '83. Yeah, I don't know what took so long. Yeah, that's good. And then we'll go to one surrender. This song was pretty big. This song was on the radio for a hot minute. I figured you'd love the slow ones on this. Oh, yeah. There's and another one, On and On. That's a good one. Oh. Oh, yeah. He's saying goodbye, dear Schmutz. Be a special lady back in the day. Uh, not really. I, I surrendered all of them. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, these guys are good. And they, they just reformed. They just came out with a new album not too long ago. Yes, I've heard that. That was too it's bad. Not too bad. Okay. All right, we'll go on to got one another of, one. Yeah, I got Schmitz. one more. A band that is one of my favorite bands of all time, White Lion, came yep. out with an awesome album in 1991. Pain Attraction. Yes. I mean, in this, Broken Heart. Which they remade this song because it yeah, was on their very on, first yes. album. Yes, this is a good one. This Love Don't Come Easy. Is a good album. There is all thriller and no filler on this one. Here I stand. Till Death Do Us Part. That's a good slow yes. song. Your song. That's a classic. Farewell to you. Yes, I wanted that played at my senior wow. slideshow, and they I, dropped it. I think I got it played at mine. Lucky, they're more yeah. cooler in your grade than mine. Because yeah, I was in charge of it. Yeah. <laughs> I still love this album. Oh, this is a great album. Do one of the drums come in right here and the guitar? Yes. Yes. Right here. There is life. Yeah. This is awesome right here. This is my favorite part right here. You can't find yeah. Brad is such a oh. great guitar player, man. This is my favorite song on this album. You're all I need. Just be one, you're all I need. Like I've said many times, I met Mike Tramp. Nicest yes. guy in the world. I figured he would be. Yeah. Too bad these guys couldn't get back together. Wow. It'd be like huge. Oh, it'd be huge right now. Yes. Well, these guys were pretty big at this point. Oh, yeah, they're real big. Then two of their band members quit, yep. and then they had to get a different band going, and it just didn't work for them. No. 
don't really know what happened. I mean, Vito won't talk about it, and Mike Tramp won't talk about it. So too sad. It's too sad. I don't even know if they've happened. actually talked. So, and I, I've heard Vito hasn't even picked up a guitar. Wow. So that's sad. This is awesome right here. Yeah. That's good. That's pretty good. All right, now I'm going to say this, and then I'll turn it back over to you. Farewell to you, one. Yes. That's a good one. A good one right here. I really like this one. And this was played at my senior slideshow. So, you're lucky. Yes, I am. Perfect song for that. It really is. I've never seen some of them people again in my life. Yeah, no, I was thinking that too when I graduated. It was a sad day. I remember telling my ex-wife one time one of her best friends went off to college and I said, you'll never talk to her again. And she never did. Wow. She didn't believe me. But then she did. She's like, you're right. I was like, I know. That's how it happens. This is the backdrop for those sad graduation times. Mm-hmm. White Lion. I mean, check out Main Attraction. Great album. Yes. Okay, Great album. I'm going to bring up an album that I really liked in the 90s. I still listen to it. Living Color. Oh, you love these guys. Time's Up. Their second studio album. This album reached gold status and it went to number 13 on the billboard at 200. And it also won a Grammy for the best hard rock performance too. So hey, had some guest appearances by Little Richard and Dougie Fresh. Seen these guys in concert last year, they were incredible. I like this album just as much as their first one. Really? Yes. Charted in seven countries, so these guys are still wow. on top of their game. Yeah, this one really pretty smokes. Good. Yes. It's grooving right there. Yes. Now we got one that the Sype requested. Uh oh. We're gonna veer off track a little here, schmutz. Okay. Because we are going to Atlas and Chains, one of the first grunge bands that got popular I really before. Do like these guys. Yes. Before these guys were really big. Oh, they're huge. They released Facelift. Everybody knows Man in the Box, y'all. But I'm not going to play that because we hear it too much. I like this song a lot. Yes. This really good. This is We Die Young. No, he did. Yes, unfortunately. Poor fella. And this did get nominated for a Grammy Award for Best Hard Rock Performance. And it became the first album from the grunge 
movement to be certified in gold. That's a little D1 fun bag right wow. there. Boom. And these guys toured on the Monsters of Rock with like Megadeth and Slayer and Anthrax, and they were not well received. But I think the other band members stood up for these guys because they opened up the show. Number nine on the hard rock album chart, so hey, they were getting there. I remember hearing these guys like, man, this is a little different than what I've been hearing, you know, in the early 90s. It's kind of weird. I've got an album, and I know the schmutz has heard, and I know he's heard it. (laughs) This was a hidden gem in the early 90s. This should have been big. And it sucks that these guys didn't get bigger because they just came around at the wrong time. This is Taiketo. These guys here, Schmutz. This is a perfect album right here. I mean, Danny Vaughn has such an incredible Yeah, these guys never really got anything. I mean, I think these guys are still around. Yes, they are. They keep releasing, you know, an album here and there. I think they play on, like, the Monsters Rock Cruise. Yes. I think they might be playing at, there's another festival, it's called Monsters in the Mountain. Wow. in Tennessee. I've heard that, yes, so a bunch of other hard rock bands yes. are playing there. Yes. I'd like to make a trip over there for uh, that. I was kind of looking into it. These guys were signed to Geffen in 89, and they released this album in 1991. And they have opened up for Whitesnake, too. Play. These guys kind of remind me of a different band. I can't, I can't place it right now. That hit song "Forever Young," which was their big hit single. Okay. That's I like this song right better. Like song. Little B1 fun fact: Danny Vaughn had to leave the band to look after a wife who had cancer. Oh man! And. Guess who replaced him? Ooh. Steve Ajeri, which oh, wow. became the vocalist for Who Dare Schmutz. Journey. Yes. That album wow. went to more of a grunge sound, so it wasn't as good. Now the Reverend's got a pick. Uh-oh. This would be Pride. Oh, wow. This is Snakes in the Playground, their fifth album that was released in the early 90s. This is their big breakthrough album right here. I've seen these guys on tour around this time, and they were great. They won two GMA Dove Awards for best song on this album. Yeah, these guys are pretty good. Yes, they're still around today. Dale Thompson, he sings for a bunch of other bands as a side project. He's got tons of material out there, too. They just released a Christmas album last year. Oh, wow. Check out our Christmas episode, and you'll hear one of his tunes. Yep. A little B1 fun fact. They got the name Snakes in the Playground because of an incident with a large snake in the studio. Oh, screw that. Wow. I don't like snakes. 
I don't like a lot of things, seriously. The snakes are creepy. Snakes are creepy. I don't like mice that snakes eat mice. So they're actually kind of helping me in some way. Yes. But yet I still don't like them either. <laughs> so. Getting more on the tap there, schmutz. I do. I have a super group, which wasn't really a super group yet, but they became. And I think groups. Wild Bill requested this band. Wild Bill did. Yeah, this album was huge. Temple of Dog. Yes. This is a smoking good album. And this is actually a tribute album to Andrew yeah. Woods. Yep. The lead singer of Mother Love Bone. Yes. And Chris Cornell was his roommate. Oh, wow. So, this little knowledge here. What? Yeah. Oh, smut fat fun fact. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everybody knows Say Hello to Heaven, but I'm playing, in my opinion, the best song on this album Your Savior. And after this project, what band became the band Pearl Jam? A lot of these guys are in the band Pearl Jam. Yes. Yes. That was a big project. Certified Platinum. Wow. And it was recorded in just 15 days. That's amazing. And this album is very good. Sold one million copies in the United States. I've told a lot of people that you need to go check this album out because it is really good. In 2016, the album was ranked number 12 in the Rolling Stones list of 40 greatest one album wonders. Man, that's pretty good. Well, Bill knew what he's talking about. Man, I'd like to know who's ahead of them. Yeah. I think seriously. That's pretty good. You gotta play. You gotta play. My favorite. Hunger Strike. Yeah. I forgot about that one. This month is requesting some Hunger Strike. This song's awesome. Pretty cool video for this, too, I might add. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I mean, just when Vetter and Chris Cornell coming in together, that's awesome. I mean, a work of art for sure. Yes. So there was some grunge that we really liked here on the Hit Bangers Vault. I really like Soundgarden. Yes, me too. I still think that's kind of fishy, what happened to Chris Cornell. I don't know what. Something a little strange with that. Yes, I would agree. I mean, you're out on tour. Everything's good, and then you're just dead. That doesn't make a lot of sense. He, he supposedly hung himself? I mean, no. I mean, I just don't see this. I think he was on some pretty rough medication at the time that kind of altered his way of thinking a little bit, too. So I don't know. different stories that about sucks. that. But. Yeah. And probably drugs and probably cocaine and hookers. Probably didn't help out matters yeah. with that guy. Yeah. We got to do a show called... The grunge we like. Oh, that's a good idea, B1. Yeah, hey. We'll look into that one for the future. So, everybody, check out 
That's awesome. I love that. Yes. Okay, now schmutz. It wouldn't be the 90s without me bringing up this band Uh-oh. right here. I've talked about these guys a lot in the past, and I'm bringing them up again. Dream Theater. No, He's always bringing these guys up. These I guys are a little love this band. for me, but... This was a big album. I remember hearing this when I worked at that stupid RV plant. Everybody's all raving about this. This song would come on the radio. Everybody getting real pumped up. I was like, man, this is good. I went out and bought this CD not too long okay. after that. Came out in 1992, but it really didn't get popular till kind of the end of the 92 year. First with vocalist James LeBry. It is their only successful studio album and it's because of this song right here pull me under pretty good and this song has had some more success because of the 2008 video game guitar hero okay and it has some major accolades with this too it's also been voted Loudwire's Fan March Metal Madness in 2013 for the best metal album of all time. Oh, wow. 2015, the album was ranked first on the website Prog Reports list of the top 50 progressive rock albums of 1990 through 2015. Wow, that's crazy. Number seven on Guitar World's magazine's top 10 list of guitar albums of 92. I gotta say, the guitar is good. Yes. I got some other good tunes on here, too. Some slow ones. That's pretty good. Yes. Like the drums right here. You know these guys. These guys are from the United States. Yes, they are. This kind of reminded me of the stuff I'm getting into in Europe. Okay. You know, kind of reminds me of that. Yeah, that's some a little good stuff right there. Yeah. This part right here. Yeah, a little precursor to that, probably. I don't know. Yeah. Now the bones. He made sure get this band on this is a really good album i would have to agree with the bones he picked this right on the money i've seen these guys in concert okay they are really good this is propane is this the first album yes this is a really good album. taste of freedom these guys are based out of new york city this is 1992 Album. It's kind of got that garage sound, kind of like that, but a little tight, a little yeah. more tight. But yeah, it's this kind of music was getting popular in these days. You know, you had like Biohazard, yeah, yeah. some of those other bands are coming out. So, we just listen to this in the football locker room, get you pumped up, get pumped up to kill people. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to my buddy Nathan Roth. Oh, he loved these guys. Love these guys. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, 
good. And I got to play my favorite Uh-oh. tune on this album. This song is called God Only Knows. Yeah, he only does. He only does. You right there, schmutz. Now this one will get you pumped up there, schmutz. I've seen these guys open up for Green Jello and Testament. Oh, wow. They're wow. Bogarts in Cincinnati. We okay. met the guitarist wow. in a laundry mat. Oh, wow. We got his autograph, too. I remember that story. I remember that story. That was awesome. I think this album just was on complete rotation in the football locker room. Yeah. I mean, that's awesome. So the story comes to buy a burst to the black. And God only knows if you're ever coming back. Well, no one would mess with Roth about the stereo, so. Oh, yeah, I can see that. <laughs> this month's, I got a band that you discovered. Oh. Yes, I do. This was a band that I remember you bought this cassette and then you played okay. it to all of us and we loved it. Okay. This Warrior Soul? Yes. Okay. This is an awesome album that was so underrated. I have not heard this album in a long time. Believe it or not, these guys are coming out with new albums really? through the years. They have yes. a lot of albums. They yes. do have a lot yes. of albums out. I just kind of lost them into the abyss of bands they need to get back into these guys are awesome kind of had a punk meets GNR kind of style you know sound to them a little bit it was different than anything out there yes these guys are completely different they kind of like Faith No More they were another popular band at the time but they just didn't get big like they should have you know they had like hard rock rock Punk, psychedelic, you know, just all kinds of different sounds to them. Right. Yeah, the guitar is awesome yes. in this. And, I mean, the lead singer's really good. Corey Clark. I mean, I like him a lot. This album is called Last Decade, Dead Century. Everybody yeah. needs to know that. They also yeah, had... This, they had a video on MTV that was huge for a yes. while. That's where I saw them. That's how I discovered them. And they had this really Back when MTV played good. music, videos, and all that. Yep. The Losers. Yep. The Losers. This song is yeah, awesome. This song is awesome. This is my favorite song by oh, these guys. This song is awesome. This got some really heartfelt vocals and lyrics to them. I think this was briefly on the radio. Yes, it was. This wouldn't have been played in the football locker room either. You didn't want to be a loser. You didn't want to be a loser. Now, their first three albums were really good, and then they kind of lost the production value and signed with lower, lower quality stuff. Yes, record labels weren't as big. Right. Will be one fun fact. Corey Clark 
sang for the band Trouble for a while. Oh, wow. And he has a EP out with those guys, too. Hmm. He's got a really unique voice. Yeah, these guys are really good. I like these guys. Like, just kind of, like I said, they got lost in the... Yes. The even shuffle. for me. Even for me. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Hey, schmutz, you got something to roll out on the plate? I'm, I'm taking a little different direction here. Another super group. Yes. These guys are awesome. Yes, this is I from mean, Mr. Rich. He wanted these guys to be played. Okay, and they are going to be played. It's Damn Yankees. Yeah, I've seen these guys in concert. Freaking Tommy Shaw of Sticks, Jack Blades and Night Ranger, Ted Nugent, and an unknown drummer, Michael... Yes. Now he's with Leonard Skinner. Skinner. That's what I was going to say. He played for Leonard Skinner there. Two top 40 hits. I like their first album a little better than their second one. Oh, yeah, definitely. There are some other super groups at the same time that I love. Bad English. Oh, yeah. Mr. Big. There's a whole bunch of people coming out just trying to switch it up because of the grunge. You know, you bring all these big guys in, that'll sell some albums. And it did. Yeah. I mean, they had some big songs. Big songs. I did see these guys in concert. They were the headliner band and Jackal and Slaughter. I'm going to play a song that was really good on here. Well, High Enough peaked at number two. That's a big song. Coming of Age went number one. Yes. Both of those were Come Again, Five, and Runaway, Nine. I mean, just some hits, man. These guys are good. I mean, well, of course we're good because... They're awesome in other bands. Yes. <laughs> a little B1 fun fact. They actually had a third album that was demoed, and they shelved it. And to this day, it's still oh, in wow. some safe somewhere in the record there. company's kind of shelved albums. Uh, man, if we get our hands on that. Oh. And I guess some of the songs were rearranged and redone with some of the other members. On their albums. Oh, well. Like Sticks and I think Tommy Shaw did something. He had a solo. Thing. Jack Blades, yeah. 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 But for a while, these guys were like the one of the biggest bands in the early 90s. Oh, yeah. Two times platinum. Yeah, these guys are awesome. I like these guys a lot. Yeah, me too. Like I said, their first album was great. Their second one had some good tunes, but it was not as good. Right. I just still remember that video for High Enough when uh, Ted Nugent's just chewing gum. Yeah. He's got his shades on. He's like, he didn't give a crap. He still don't give a crap no. about anything. No one's telling that guy what to do. Nope, they do. He'd probably shoot him. Yeah. That's how it should be. <laughs> oh! I just thinking about that coming from Michigan yesterday. I had a few people on the road, you know, give me the thumb like back and then thumbs up for my FJB stickers. So I just want to say that I thought of Ted. I did that for you, my friend. There you go. We're not friends, but I want to be. Maybe in the future. <laughs> he is signed with Pavement Records. Yeah, so hey, there you go. Hey, I got a big one. A real big one for the early 90s. And I had to play this. 
because I know that everybody has heard of this album. And this song right here, this is another lost classic that you don't hear anymore in the oh, radio. Wow, you got a little Van Halen? Yes, for an awful carnal knowledge. That's a good album. Their ninth studio album, released in 91. I mean, in 91, this song was on the radio every 15 minutes. Yes, it was. And now you huge. don't even hear it. They don't play it, and that's weird. It is weird. This debuted at number one yeah. on the Billboard Huge. 200 and maintained that position for three weeks. Huge. And they don't even play any songs from this album. It's crazy. This album was huge. Yes. I mean, I can still see the video in my mind. I do, too. I mean... Yeah, I do, too. It charted in eight countries. <laughs> and it had, like, some huge hits. It had Pound Cake. Oh, yeah. This song, right now, run around, top of the world. The dream is over. Yeah, huge. All those songs are on the radio. Now you just don't even hear them all at all. It's, it's crazy. Sad. Is there like a Van Hagar boycott? What? What's Ooh. going on there, people? I know. I did hear a rumor that they're trying to put a Van Halen tribute band together with Joe Satriani. Okay. Alex Van Halen. Oh, wow. Jason Newstead. Oh, wow. And probably David Lee Roth, I assume. Dang it. I want a Sammy. And I'm sure they're working on getting I'm more that, of, too. I'm, sort of, I'm more of a Sammy guy. Yeah, me, too. <laughs> but that is the big rumor right now in the world of music. I, I got to play this one real quick before we move on. Hey, come on, man. Wake up. The dream is over. This one was on the radio all the time, too. Classic Eddie Van Halen riffs going. Yes. This album was almost near perfect. It's pretty good. You got any more you want to throw on the table? I have another one that's from a band that isn't one of my favorite bands in the world. And I believe this would be from Woody. This, this would have been a Woody. band he would uh, listen to back in the day. This is their fifth studio album. Blood, Sugar, Sex, Magic. Yes, the, the Red, Red Hot Chili, Chili peppers. peppers. Hey, this had some good songs on I'm it. I'm not saying... They're not talented and all that. I liked a lot of the songs these guys put out. They just put out a new album. Not too much. Uh, this album reached number three on the Billboard 200. This was big. You know, you got Give It Away, this one, which I like this song. Yes. But it's just, I don't know what it is. I just don't. I like Breaking the Girl out. Like they're not. Too. They're just not my cup of bush latte. <laughs> I mean. Under the Bridge was a huge hit for these huge guys. Hit. And they remade a song on one album. What's, that's probably the first song I ever heard from these guys. Okay. I can't remember. I'm not sure which one that was. That was probably an but earlier album, but... Yeah, they had a few before this, too. Sort of on the Headbangers Vault. 
or ball, not vault. That's us. Yeah. <laughs> Get it right there, Schmutz. I mean, these guys, this whole album is like most important albums of the 90s in Germany. Wow. Number one. Best albums of 1991, United States number 15. 500 greatest albums of all time, 310. Well, now it's climbing. It started at 310 in 2003, now it's at 186, because music just keeps sucking. Wow. <laughs> so it just climbs. This is my favorite on this album. And I believe this album came out the same day as Nirvana's oh. Nevermind. Oh, wow. And it's still shot up the charts so that's saying something rock and roll hall of fame which you know what i think about them me too not a whole lot but they suck the 200 albums of all time it's ranked 88 which i mean is p diddy in there too i mean i don't know i mean because i mean he's obviously a rock guy right yeah but. sure is so <laughs> Chili peppers are pretty big. Yeah, they're huge. They're huge. They still are. I'm not. I'm not saying they're not good. They're talented. They're just not what I'm gonna crank up in the in the truck. In the truck. Yeah, understandable. In in the Lambo when I get in that. Yeah. You know. In the caddy. <laughs> oh. Okay. In the Trans Am with the cassette yeah. player. These guys have stood the test of time, so they're doing something <laughs> they right. They are doing something right. I got two albums left. What did we get? We got Ozzy Osbourne, No More Tears. This is one of this my was favorites. This was huge, huge album. This was from T-Bone. He wanted us to play these guys. Or this guy. Peaked at number seven on the Billboard 200. Mom, I'm coming home. I don't want to change the world. I mean, the hits kept coming on this one. I mean, Zach Wilde was on this album. Yeah, he was on I top mean, of his game. the guitar. I mean. And Lemmy. Little, little fun fact here okay. from Motorhead wrote six songs. Yeah, I've read that. But only four were used for the album. I think some of them were on the bonus reissues yeah, like or something reissue, like that. Yeah. Japanese version, whatever it was. This is a big song and it's still played it today. Oh, yeah, I hear this song all the time. Remember buying this? Quadruple Platinum. One of Osborne's two best-selling albums in North America. I believe it. It's crazy how this guy can sing like this, and you can't understand a damn word he says. Yeah, I, I mean, know. He's it, like the smuts at 1 a.m. on a Saturday <laughs> night, you know? I mean... You stay up that late there. I had to get up and pee. Nope. <laughs> I really love this song. This reminds me yeah, of my like senior in oh, high yeah. school. It's a good one. I always remember summer days. Listening to this, shooting hoops. Good days. Yeah. Good days. Awesome. Gas was 
cheap. 95 cents. Yeah, no. I made a, I made 4.25 an hour, and I was okay with it. I was okay with it. I do that a lot. Yes, I do too. He's got some good <laughs> lyrics out of these things. Actually, this was supposed to be his last tour. It's called the No More Tours album. He's kissing it. And he's going by. <laughs> it's the last tour. Yeah, and it didn't it's last still long. on their last tour. Because he came back. I saw him two years ago on their last tour. On their last, 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 last tour. I think he's finally retired. <laughs> Ozzy, I think is done because I don't know if he can do a whole heck of a lot anymore. No, he's still relevant. Oh, he's definitely relevant for sure. I got a request from TNT. Uh oh. TNT wanted me to play a band that I've seen way too many Ooh, times. Little jackal. Yes. I've actually, <laughs> you know, everyone tells me they've seen these guys too many times. I've never seen them one time. Hold the phone there, schmutz. The, drop the bush latte. What? Yeah, I've never seen Jack. I think I've seen live. these guys like three times. I've never seen them. They're they always playing somewhere. Are pretty good live. I will give them credit. This album sold more than a million copies in the United States. This, this is their best-selling song, The Number Jack. Because this is the band I've seen that they opened up for Slaughter and Damn Yankees. Oh wow. And I also seen him open up for Aaron Smith too. That's a good show too. Never seen Aaron Smith either. It's pretty good. Did go platinum eventually too. Had a lot of hit songs on this. Yeah, this this, this guy's pretty cool. I mean, seriously. He owns his own bar. Yeah, out west. Yeah, it's at the. Uh, the biker, I can't say. Or just bike yeah, rally. Stir, yeah. I'm sure he has a lot of fun at that. Oh, I'm sure he does. It's probably a lot of freaking cocaine and hookers. Going even on more that than place. that. Even more sure. than we don't even want to know. Right. Maybe we do want to know. Uh, no. <laughs> okay, everybody. We'll be right back. If you're looking for an honest, dependable auto repair facility, then look no further than Shady Smuts Garage. Whether your vehicle needs brakes, engine work, or just routine maintenance, the nephew of the Smuts can do it all. Located at 8049 Whites Road, Salina, Ohio, contact Daniel at 260-849-0915 to schedule quality work today. 260-849-0915. This was one of my favorites in the 90s. I could not wait to play this. This is one of my most favorite albums of the early 90s. Oh, yeah. Queen Drag. Yes, Empire. This is a monster album. This is their most commercially successful album as well. Silent Lucidity, big power ballad, went number one on the Billboard charts. Nominated for a Grammy Award. And we're not going to play that because we're going to play some of the better rockers. <laughs> this charted in 11 countries as well. This album is awesome. I 
love this album. It's like the pinnacle of Queen Drake right here. Yep, yep, that's a good one. Couldn't get any better. And you hear a lot of the songs today still on the radio from this album. Yep, yep. definitely do. Came out 1990. This is when I started listening to Queen's Reich when I listened to this album. Yeah, that's classic. Yeah, I love that schmutz. That's good. Love this song. My first concert. Yes. Me and the Bones. Yep. Suicidal Tendencies in Queensryche. Yep. He played a lot of the hits. I like this one. This is. I remember my ears ringing because we were right by that speaker. Oh, loud. Oh man, I can. I and the bass just feeling off my jeans. I sort of loud. And that was. It's a good count. Thirty some years ago. That was a long time ago. I meant three years ago. (laughs) Three. (laughs) (laughs) This is a one and only. Really like this. This reminds me of a special lady back in the day. Here, oh, oh. When I hear this song, I think of that gal. She's no longer living anymore either, unfortunately. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah, Jeff Tate just has a unique voice. Yes, he's I mean, awesome. Awesome. Unfortunately, he split up with Queensryche and got a different guy singing now, which is really good, too. And he's got his own band, so they kind of went different directions. There's also another band I want to play real quick. It wouldn't be the 90s without the B1 playing this. I've mentioned these guys a lot, and to me, this is one of my most favorite albums of the early 90s. Galactic Cowboys. <laughs> yeah, you, got, you like these guys. These guys are never. awesome. Their self-titled album didn't do too well. Well, because of the success of Nirvana's Nevermind at the time. Killed a lot of our stuff. Yes. 1993, they released this album, Space In Your Face. Oh. And actually was their big breakthrough. Had two minor hits. They got some big radio play on a radio station. They also appeared in the 1994 movie Airheads. Obi Wan Fun Fact. These guys were good. They were heavy. They were real melodic. The harmonies that these guys could produce were just just kind of like Def Leppard. It's really not reminding me of Def Leppard. <laughs> Some of their songs did with their vocals. Okay, I see that. I hear yeah. that now. Kind of get real 
two harmonies going there, and then they break it down, and you know, it just gets heavy as steak. Hey, Schmutz. I see that we got another really big one. Oh, it's a huge album. And a very, very big one. Very, very big one. I think a lot of us would pick this album. Yeah, it's big. The 12th studio album by a really big band. You might have heard of them one or two times in your life. ACDC. Yep, you may have heard them. The Razor's Edge. This was a big monster thunderstruck number five are you ready number 16 my favorite one money talks number 23 i've number seen these guys on the board 200 and number four in the uk they're probably uk was probably listening to airborne yeah <laughs> when i went to this concert my ears rang for days and there was money that would drop from the ceiling I mean, it, the big cannon shot out of the stage. This is one of the best concerts I've ever seen in my life. I mean, it was so loud. Platinum. I mean, this album was huge. Everybody had this album. And basically, when this album came out, these guys were about just... This was like, they were kind of dwindling. Their comeback album. Yeah, this was their huge comeback album. Everyone was done with the schoolboy outfit. And then all of a sudden, it, came it was back. cool again. Yes. <laughs> Thunderstruck. And just like we've talked on previous episodes, I like how they found Brian Johnson. Yeah. Just lived across the street. Pretty interesting. <laughs> He's just drinking and hey, like, come whatever. Sing with us. Hey, why don't you come over here and try out to sing for yeah. us? And all of a sudden, you're a multi-millionaire. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's awesome. They had big videos for this, too. I mean, it was oh yeah, charted in like, over 10 countries. I mean, it was just huge. Oh, yeah. Started in 10 countries, number one, three in Australia, 11 in Austria, number one in Canada. I don't know what the Dutch are doing at number 19, but <laughs> they're relevant anyway. So New Zealand, number 39. What are you people doing? Are you in NATO? I better, I hope you're not because you're not going to be now. <laughs> Yeah, there was many hit songs on this. We could probably spend a whole podcast talking about this album. Oh, it's a huge album. The only album that featured Chris Slade on drums. That guy was awesome, too. He used to play for The Firm with Jimmy Page. Mm -hmm. Yes, that guy was awesome. Yep. Yes. I wish yeah, we had more time. We'd play oh, more from these guys. This, whole album. this is one of those that you just don't got to fast forward the cassette tape. Right. It's just every song on it's good. Okay, now I've got one more before the schmutz comes on, and then I've got our two of the biggest albums of all time that we're going to cover before we end this. So, this album was one of my favorites as well. I really like this album. This came out. 1993 and it was real big it was a collaboration between David Coverdale and Jimmy Page and that would be Coverdale Page yeah there you go this is a big one this is a big album this charted in 12 countries and reached number 4 in the UK and number 5 in the US as certified platinum 
these guys have discussed a potential reunion too. Oh. This is Absolution Blues. This is about Jimmy Page's heaviest guitar playing I've ever heard him get into. Got a little Zeppelin vibe going on there. It had a lot of hit songs. This was not one of them, but I thought this was pretty cool. They had a really big song called Pride and Joy. That went to number one. Shake My Tree went to number three. Take Me For A Little While was number 15. I mean, the hits kept coming off this album. And you know, David Coverdale just embraced it. Yes. You know, everyone always said he was like, you know, sounded like Led Zeppelin. He's trying to go off of them. Yes. And you know what? When he had the opportunity to go with Jimmy Page, he just Boom. went for it. Robert Plant don't want to do anything anymore. Fine. So I'll him do and it. David Coverdale hit it off, and they didn't get a tour of the United States. They toured Japan, and they just kind of fizzled out. Called it today. This album is going to be re-released, I think, in another year or two with bonus tracks. Every good band is popular in Japan. Yes. I will tell you that right now. That's a fact. I did get a bootleg copy of this on VHS of their tour in Japan. They played some Zeppelin. They played some Whitesnake plus their own stuff. Wow. I was pretty happy about that. I'm sure you were. Back then you could buy bootleg VHS and not get in trouble. throw out a few that we didn't kind of really hit on. We also had Collective Soul. They were getting pretty big around this time, too. Yes, saw them open up for Van Halen. Yes. So those guys were coming up and getting big, and they did get bigger. And we also got one that's near and dear to the Smuts' hearts. I think it's near and dear to all of our hearts. Seriously. Mr. Rich, he wanted us to play this, so we don't want to make him mad. So I know we bring these guys we, up a lot. We bring these guys up. And these guys are right here. Sleeze bees. Now he's getting excited. I love it. This whole album, Screw Bloom <laughs> Tattoo. Yes. Number 115 on the Billboard 200. And you still hear this song. Today. Today on the radio. Once in a great while, here, here, and there. And you know that another minor hit, which is maybe my favorite song they've ever done. I don't want to live without your love. Yeah. Or live without you. But yeah, these guys. I love these guys. Their first two albums are awesome. Yes, awesome. I like this time. That was probably my, yeah, one of my favorites good. besides this song. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they were getting pretty big on MTV. I mean, yes. I would also throw out Skid Row, Slave to the Grind was very big. Yes. You oh, guys yeah, want to hear absolutely. more about them? We, we talk about them all the time. Yes. We talk about these guys all the time. I mean, check out our Skid Row episode we just did. Yeah, a we few just did a Skid Row episode. Yeah, and these guys opened up for Skid Row. Wow, I didn't know that. Here, Schmutz. But 
They just couldn't maintain the grunge. They just nope. came out the wrong time. Right. They came out in like 87. Boom. It would have been awesome. These guys have been on top of the world. Yes. Yes. I they are. They are in my world. And as much as heart they still <laughs> In my heart, they're number one. Well, speaking about on top of the world smuts this is the third biggest album of the early mid 90s oh, wow and you know what that would be a bunch of us pick this album and i mean a bunch of us and it wouldn't be the 90s without metallica yep the black album this which bones is a monster hated. album at first but i think it grew on them coming around it grew on all of us i it believe took 15 20 years it but every song oh, on wow. this album huge just it redefined the music yes i mean this album yes i mean you know we got long hair and jean jackets with patches on and the preps the preps didn't like metallica but they did when this came sudden, out this album came out yes. and all of a sudden it's like we're hugging you know <laughs> we're, we're yeah. fist bumping you know this became their best selling album. It debuted at number one in 10 countries. It spent four Huge. weeks on the Billboard 200. Widespread critical acclaim. It's one of the best selling albums in the United States. Oh, yeah. It's huge. It has been certified 16 times platinum. Wow. Has sold over 16 million copies of 2012. The hits kept coming oh, on this. Yeah. Enter Sandman was huge. Oh, that was that started everything. Run Forgiven. This song. Yeah. Sad but true. This song right here was big. Don't tread on me. That's a classic. Their first ever album to debut at number one. There's a slow song on this album too. Oh yeah. <laughs> I knew that you'd like that one. It was an international success. I mean, it, it's topped the charts in Australia, Canada, Germany, New Zealand, Norway, the Netherlands, Sweden, Switzerland. I'll let you back in NATO now. <laughs> if you're even in NATO, I don't even know. It logged over 488 weeks on the U.S. Billboard nice. 200. It's crazy. I mean, this thing was huge. Yes. Huge. Yeah, this album just changed the world, seriously. It did. it did, big time. And get this, Metallica sold 31 million copies worldwide with this album. Wow. On the That's physical huge. media. That's huge. It's not my favorite Metallica album, but I do like it. It has grown on it's me through there. the years. It's up there, for sure. It got Bob Rock in to produce it and I mean, you know, we like Metallica before they were Metallica. Right. I mean, before everyone else loved them. Yes, we were big fans. on the bus. We were already on the bus. We were. We were in trouble setting up front by the bus driver. <laughs> so. But you know what? There was an album that was bigger than this. Oh, wow. This is one of the biggest albums ever of the 90s. I shocked when I read this schmutz. Are you ready for this? I Shock me. This was even bigger. Give me the shocker. No. <laughs> <laughs> I lost my breath. Okay, you guys ready for this? I am shocked. 
Actually, I'm not. This album's bigger than that album? Yes. Linus Morissette. Schmutz. It's a pretty big album. He's not looking too happy right now. Well, I mean, I had this album. I like this album. I like this album. I think it's pretty freaking good. But it's not better than Metallica's album. No. It was a worldwide commercial success, topping the charts in 13 countries with sales of over 33 million copies worldwide. It is one of the best-selling albums of all time. Boom. She's only 21 when she put this out. She went more of a grunge direction with this. It was like she captured lightning in a bottle with this album for sure. Her other albums were never near successful. Never. It went number one in New Zealand. I mean, it went number one in Australia. Number one all over the place. The United States, United Kingdom spent a total of 221 weeks on the charts. I doubt it went number one in Japan. No. <laughs> <laughs> it has. Bright Danger Danger was number one this year. <laughs> yep, right there. See the t-shirt. Yeah. In 96, it sold 18.7 million copies globally. It's crazy. It's going to drive me a drink. <laughs> In 09, it has sold 33 million copies worldwide. Holy crap. Most successful albums in music history. And one of the best-selling albums I mean, worldwide. Album, but wow. That's insane. She won, like, Grammys for her best female rock vocal performance. Best you know, rock song. A thing is about this album, Juno Ward. You got, you got a, a chick singer. You right. Kind of grungy. Right. Came out, I mean, all the storms came together perfect. Yes. And it was just boom. You got chicks getting this album. You got dudes getting this album. Everybody you know, was buying it. Chicks aren't really buying the Metallica album. Some, but they're not as many as they're buying that. I'll play one more little ditty. Perfect Storm. Here's another big one too. Oh yeah, that's huge. Almost every song on this album every song on this was album big. Good. I mean, it's good. I'm broke, but I'm happy. I'm poor, but I'm. I'm not dying. saying I haven't listened to this I'm album sure, a lot. Me neither. Deny it. I have. But I do kind of like most of the songs on this though. I mean, it was in the right time. It was like a perfect storm perfect. with the grunge. Yeah. yeah. And she just knew how to do it. Yeah. And she is a Canadian there, schmutz. Oh. Our friends from up north. Yeah. This album went platinum. It went gold. It went diamond. It went all over the place. So, bawoosh. And I'm sure her pockets are filled with a oh, lot of money. Her, her pockets are full. So there you go, everybody. Atlantis Morissette. Wow. The biggest album of the 90s. That's crazy. Bigger than Metallica. Bigger than Guns N' Roses. Bigger than GNR. We didn't even mention them. That's right. Use your illusion one and two. Man, those are big ones. Those albums. Sorry. They had a few <laughs> good tunes on there. But I'm more of an Appetite for Destruction guy. Yeah, me too. Pretty much after that. You know what? I'm just going to say this. I, I'd probably get a lot of flack for Uh-oh. this. Oh, here it is. A big statement. I said the, the one album wonders. That should be Guns N' Roses. Ooh. <laughs> I'm sorry. Appetite for Destruction was awesome after that. I don't oh, know what man. you guys are trying to do, but come on. Axel, you want to fight outside? Let's go. Come on. Okay. Well, hey, we'll see what happens when we get done here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. We got a little announcement here before yeah. we end the show here. Some big news. Yes, we do. Go ahead, Dare Schmutz. 
Well, in Geneva, Indiana, we are big concert me, this summer. Myself and the B One Bomb are putting on a show. Yes, we got some big um, bands, some local talent, Def Leppard tribute band, mm-hmm, a Kiss tribute band. Mm-hmm. We got we got an opportunity, and we appreciate that they uh, got a hold of us, and yes. uh, we appreciate the opportunity to do this. Yes, we do. It is a great opportunity for us, and we fully embrace it. Yes, so, August twelfth and thirteenth yes, in Geneva, Geneva Indiana, Indiana, just a little dinky town, but it's going to be rocking. Those it's our two home. Nights. It's our hometown. Yes, it is. So come and help us rock out. Yes, we'll talk to you. We'll yes. meet you. I mean, you may be able to come on our podcast. I'll too, sign. I'll sign your boobs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, well, that's being said. <laughs> Everybody like, follow, share. Check us out, Spotify, Podbean, and what Nikki Lane always said. If it's too loud, you're too old. God bless, and keep rocking out there, everyone. See you next week. Thank you for listening to the Headbangers Vault, bringing you the best in rock and metal music and music talk with your host, B1 Bomb and the Smuts. Check us out on your social media pages, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. If you'd be interested in being a part of our show or advertising with us, please visit our webpage at headbangersvault.podbean.com. And remember, if it's too loud, you're too old. What did you learn? You've been learning? Definitely learned something today. <laughs> How about Scoop? I, I gotta say, oh, I've learned a lot at school. Probably not my book, so. <laughs> okay. Actually, this is probably my favorite song by her. Pretty good. I like this song. Okay. okay. I, learned, I learned that she's rich. Very rich. Very rich lady. Till next time, everybody. Make sure you all learn. 